This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And you're listening to That's The Ticket. Today I'm very pleased to be uh, welcoming a local legend and uh, low-key role model of mine to the show. Uh, Meteor General Manager and uh, friend of the show, Deborah Nards is here to give me the inside scoop on the upcoming Trees at the Meteor. Kia ora, Deb. I must say it's lovely to uh, have you here in the studio, as I'm pretty sure last time I had you on That's the Ticket, we were in the newly uh, renovated Meteor Toilets, eh? <laughs> Kia ora, Hannah. Yeah, it's nice to be in uh, in a less uh, liquid environment, shall we say. <laughs> I, like, I am both there and so against liquid environment, but like, beautifully said. I, yeah. I feel like th- th- there's some irony in the situation that as someone who's kind of you know, got a bit of a standing in the community, very well-known role model of mine, and it's only now, three years down the That's the Ticket track, that you're actually in this <laughs> studio. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, you, you, Deb had to work her way up from the toilet to the studio, but, you know. Mate, I'm used to doing the hard yards to make things happen, and, you know, obviously it's worth it coming from the toilets to this <laughs> beautiful studio. Yeah, I, I'm like, where, where's the, where are we going to go after this, on the roof? Yeah, let's do so. Oh, yeah. Take it to new heights. Let's take it to new heights next time. Or we'll have to do a live episode at the Meteor or something like that. Yeah, that'd be cool. I I actually went to an event um, not too long ago where they did a live podcast um, recording. A friend of the show, Julia Rorton, who hosts the What's Your Why YWCA podcast, got a shout it out. Um, partially because I um, influenced the idea of doing a live podcast re- recording at the event. So, you know, it all circles back to me boosting my own ego. Oh, always. But yeah. <laughs> Deb's like, oh, this is why I don't miss Hannah. No. <laughs> No, I but, really miss you, Hannah. But you're you're still on the Fano because you're on the One Victoria Trust now, well, which is this brilliant. is the thing. Yes, and you know, I I get the inside scope, but I feel like it's important that with that's the ticket that I share the inside scope, which is part of the reason why I have you today. And I mean, trees at the meteor. Mm-hmm. It's no mean feat. Yeah, it's no mean feat, and I feel like a lot of people in the community, a lot of people listening right now, have a um, kind of attachment, for want of a better term, um, to this event. Yeah, she's been running for a for a hot minute now. This event. Yeah, um, I I'm pretty sure it started in um, 17 years ago. I Ooh. I'm pretty sure it started all that time ago, and predates my time at the Meteor as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it started by um, a, a Christian kind of uh, based organisation called Incedo who mm. wanted to do um, an event that was about connection. So the co-papa is compassion, not consumption. And um, and so they ran it for a really long time. And then a couple of years ago, they were just like, no, too much. It's, it's big. It is a big project at the end of the year at a very busy time of year for everyone. And so... Um, we let it, it lay fallow for about a year, and but there was quite a lot of interest in the community to bring it back, and um, and we kind of missed it. So we'd mm. always been the enablers of the event, but not the leaders of the event. So last year, 
um, we took it on and, and partnered with an outside uh, agency to to make it happen. And um, and this year we're back and we've got KM Adams, who people might know from, she's a great singer and she's been in heaps of productions, including her own um, Old Bold and Going Nowhere at the Meteor. I mean, she's certainly ago. going somewhere. She's <laughs> awesome. And so she's been working really hard to, um, with our team to make it happen this year too. Yeah. I mean, I guess obviously I'm extremely biased, but like I want to say tentatively that I speak for like a large, um, you know, portion of the Kirikiriroa Christmas community. Um, and thanks for doing it again. Yeah. Because <laughs> this is the thing, and like it comes up outside of that's the ticket, and even outside of the arts sphere, like in my own job, where I'm kind of like, if you put on an event, I feel like you've got to do it twice. Like the the first one's just so you can do it, and then the second second one's to like prove it wasn't all luck. Yeah, and yeah. I, I feel it's a very pessimistic kind of way to look at events. But whenever I do anything, I felt the same about the Toy Wahine Festival because mm-hmm. I had the privilege of working with Deb on that festival, and we did it twice. And the yeah. second time, I was like, "Yeah, we're yeah. the big dogs. We did it. You we know? did it. Yeah." I think yeah, you need to do it twice to prove to yourself, don't you, as much yeah. as anything else that that it isn't that it wasn't just a fluke. Yeah, yeah. Even though like trees, like obviously it's been going for seventeen years. It's not really about us proving to ourselves. It's about the community. Yeah. It's about giving back. Um, there is a charity element to the event, correct? Yeah. Well, I mean, the One Victoria Trust is a charity mm. running the meteor, right? So we run it as a as a not for profit. Um, and so uh, part of that money comes back to us to help us kind of with operations over December, but also part of the money um, raised through ticket, well, not through ticket, but through donations and through screen mm. printing of the amazing trees teas. Um, that goes to Tefano Putahi in Fairfield because they run a, a food bank. Um, and so we're asking for gold coin and food bank donations to help support them. They were our partner last year, and we managed to give them um, some, you know, quite a load of kai. And mm. someone even brought in a whole lot of like mystery presents for kids and a load of them. And I mean, it's it's just like people want to give at mm. Christmas. It is really essentially the underlying reason for the season, you know. And and, and most people want to be in that space rather than just. Mm. Buying lots of plastic tat that's just going to be end up in the rubbish bin the next week, you know. Yeah, well, I feel like you know, I've I've been a bit of a frequent flyer at Trees at the Meteor. Actually, I think yeah. last year was the first time in my life because I'm still quite young. Um, no, <laughs> I just say that so my listeners, you know, can support this false falsify <laughs> that I'm putting out there. But, um, like, I think last year was the first time in my life I didn't make it to Trace. Oh, really? Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, I think it is one of those traditions. Like, it really mm. has been a tradition. We did a little bit of a, a survey after the, um, after Trace last year. We didn't get a... Um, a January's a dead zone. We didn't get a big yeah. response, but what we got back were some really lovely comments, and 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 quite a few of them were people that came or tried to come every year that they could, and it was part of their Christmas tradition, mm. you know. And and actually, it's really cool to also see that the lights at Temple View will be on this year yeah, as well, because yeah. that's another great Christmas, you know, kitty kitty draw Christmas mm. tradition, and. And so I think, you know, like these things that are affordable or free, they're really, really important to have alongside all of the, you know, the things that are about 
sales and, yeah, yeah. and, and presents. Like the Christmas parade yesterday that um, you also walked in, Hannah, and got extremely wet, um, you know, supporting trees at the Meteor. Yeah. Those are really, they're just great traditions. Uh, exactly. Now every year I'm going to have to walk the streets <laughs> for trees at the Meteor. No, but I feel like I probably need to um, circle back and we need to talk about, like, how trees works because you and I we're we're two people who know this event very well and there could be people listening who are like what is trees at the meteor why is trees at the meteor what is trees at the meteor's like favorite color <laughs> <laughs> that, that oh, sort of stuff so I, w- I want to wind it back sure and you know what's Tell it all about it yeah oh well it um it's it's basically it's a nine nights of exhibition at the meteor theater where we display the the community's um interpretations of christmas trees and km has sort of likened it to the world of wearable arts for trees for trees yeah yeah and I, and that is pretty apt actually because um, it's an open call to the community we've got five different categories but um within that we just get the weirdest and wonderful array of of creations. We don't really know what they look like until this coming Saturday when packing starts. Great. Um, and and I think like we're on track. Last year we had seventy two different trees. Okay. And we're on track to hit that um, this year. We might mm. even exceed it a little bit. And what we do is we as we sort of um, drape the the black box part of the meteor so that it's you come in and it's a wonderful kind of hopefully wonderful magical journey through yeah. through these through these uh, this forest of of, of community trees, um, and they can be made from anything from paper mache to um, felt to um, we had one last year that was really cool was made out of um, face you know face oh, masks, face masks. yeah. Um, you know, and they're, they're, there's really not any live tree in there. They are all made trees. And, yeah, yeah they come from a really wide range of perspectives. Um, so basically that's what you do. You come in and you see the exhibition. Um, you get to vote on your favourite tree. Mm. And then you go through and there's a free coffee or hot chocolate that's in, included in your ticket price. And then there's a little cafe area where you can hang out. Um, and then at the end is um, Awkward Family Photos, which is such a tradition. Actually, in the survey, that was probably the second favourite thing that people yeah. had about the event is just the opportunity to kind of sit on a Santa chair and with your mates and put on a you know an array of different costumes. And, and get your photo taken. Take the silliest photo. I have the, yeah. a colleague who's like literally her family photos are trees at the meteor. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> like, um, kia ora, Leanne. Um, but yeah, that that's the rumor I've I've heard around the office at least, and I'm like, hey, at least she's going to trees. Yeah, but that's like, cool. it's it's such a kind of undertaking. I mean, and I say this because I've been on both side of sides of the event. But when you go in, this is going to sound weird, but it feels like everything's where it's meant to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, now I'm talking to you, and I'm like, it's someone's job to think of where all these seventy two trees go. Yeah, 
and so people can safely walk through and everything's in lit properly and in the right place and I'm like oh yeah it's a lot of work very grateful for the for the undertaking yeah. of the work as a public yeah well I mean that's um that's Guy and James our team mm. our tech team at the Meshaw they're they're doing that work but Alec Forbes has come in and he's he's been working there all day today helping with draping he's been you know lovely to give his time and and Courtney Mail's down there right now creating some um beautiful kind of light hangings um, that we're going to put up and, and, and you know, she organised a lot of stuff for the parade yesterday. Mm. So, you know, it's just really humbling to see the other people that are putting their mahi into this big project because you're right, it is it is a big project. But, I mean, it's, it's such good value for money and I know that's a very blunt way to put it, but, like, you mentioned that, you know, you buy a ticket, you get to see... 72 plus trees, you get to vote, you get to get your photo taken, you get a free hot chockey or a coffee. Yeah. And um, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's $7 per person. Well, actually, yeah, it is, but you can do it more cheaply than that. More cheaply, let's yeah, go. So we do a Fano pass of four people for 20 bucks. And so that can be a family with kids or, you know, whānau means a lot of things. And so if that's four friends rocking up together, that's a whānau. So okay. And we so would do you have to be a child? Between. No, you can be just like you and Yeah, I'm thinking about my mates. family. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be a whānau pass. Yeah. Sweet. And then an extra adult is seven bucks or if you yeah. cannot you can't if you haven't got three mates please still come to the trees it is yeah. a beautiful experience even soul um and then yeah so it's or two dollars for an extra kid okay yeah but actually you know one of the things we wanted to do was keep it really affordable mm. and the Waikato Regional Council have jumped on board with us too because they're running a thing where if you catch the meteor bus Right, or any of the buses, any of the three bus routes that stop outside the Meteor Theatre on Anzac Parade, then um, you can ride for free. You just have to show them or tell them that you're coming to trees. And so, you know, like kids love bus rides. So if you've got kids and you're planning a family trip to the trees, then I would suggest you jump on a bus, Mm. get a free ride in and have that adventure. Um, We're probably going to have a sneaky bus um, priority lane of entry just, just to like make it even more super cool to take the public transport and avoid the hassles of parking. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so then you can like get to trees for free, get in for $20, yeah. and have a really good time. I would say it probably takes about an hour at least to yeah. get around. And then also you get to bring in, if you've got an old t shirt that you're kind of just a bit bored with. You bring that in, and we've got three cool designs to screen print on your um, T-shirt while you're there so that, you know, you can upcycle an old people person article of clothing. And, um, you know, that's a gold coin or a food bank donation to Fanu Putahi. So, you know, you can kind of get a new outfit yeah. for, for some for some cheap amount too. Um, may or may not be asking for my mum, but um, is it only like clothing or would you do a cheeky tea towel for the right p- price? Oh, yeah, cheeky tea towel's good. That's about, you know, that we – or a tote bag, yeah. you know, or – yeah. Yeah, okay. No, not just T-shirts, all good. I mean, you know. Um, tea towel's actually a really good idea. Yeah, well, yeah. like, I mean, I'm not – going to pretend that Mama Mooney, friend of the show, um, doesn't own an array of Christmas tea towels, but she doesn't own a Trees at the Meteor tea towel, so right. like, I'm, I'm having a thought here. Uh, don't say it out loud, because then she'll know what you're getting her for Christmas. Mum, 
Turn it off. No, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> crikey. Okay. And um, I just want to reiterate before I break for a cheeky song because I've um, curated a beautiful playlist that I'm, I'm really looking forward to um, involving Deb in. Um, but Trees at the Meteor is uh, coming to a meteor theatre near you running from the 13th to the 21st of December. Uh, you've got doors opening from 6pm to 9pm on weeknights and then 3pm to 9pm on weekends. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Deb's already said it, but I'm going to say it again. $7 uh, for single entry or $20 Fano pass with $2 for extra kids. Yep. Get amongst it. But um, this one was a hard one because I, I don't know if you're aware that now on That's the Ticket, um, I try and always make my music on theme. Mm-hmm. No one told me I had to. I just decided. Um <laughs> And so I'm like, okay, it's trees at the meteor. It's Christmassy, but it's not like super Christmassy. So I'm like, I'm not going to hoon it. All I want for Christmas is you for trees at the meteor. It needs to be edgy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could get edgy. And so I just kind of took a, a meteor Christmas angle. And um, <laughs> I've got a song called Christmas Tree Farm. It's, it's a track by Taylor Swift, who I love. Um, but it is a cover of the song by Kaylee Bell who you hosted at oh, the meteor this year. Beautiful. So, you know, it's on oh, theme, right? Synchronicity, mate. I yeah. love it. Love um, it. But uh, I want to dedicate this to Missy. <laughs> is a Christmas tree farm where the people would come to dance under sparkling lights bundled up in their middens and coats and the cider would flow and I just want to be there tonight sweet dreams of holly and ribbon mistakes are forgiven
Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Look at the friend of the show, Dibnuds, coming in with the BBs. <laughs> um, if you can't tell, there's a slightly Christmassy theme on today's episode of That's the Ticket. Uh, friend of the show, Deb, is here giving me the inside scoop on the upcoming uh, Trees at the Meteor, an iconic event uh, loved by many people. And I just wanted to... Um, Kind of follow up on something we were talking about earlier in the episode. Deb was talking about me, um, you know, promoting trees and walking in the rain. Uh, just to <laughs> clarify, I was um, honoured to uh, support Trees at the Meteor and uh, the One Victoria Trust and all the amazing work that the Meteor and the Trees team do by walking in uh, this weekend that's just been uh, Hamilton uh, Christmas Parade. Yep. And um, I was joined... By uh, fellow trustees Adrian Clothier and Courtney Mayle. And then uh, we also had KM Adams, Trees at the Meteor, mm-hmm. project manager um, and a friend of the show, Ray Powell, joining the ranks. And we all... Yes. Oh, and Ross McLeod. Oh, Ross McLeod. Yes. One Victoria Trust founding trustee, Ross yes. McLeod. Yes. I know. And we all just, we walked down the street. Um, I was saying to Deb before, you know, the show started today, um... She's like, oh, man, you got so wet. And I'm like, yeah, but if I was going to be in a parade, I was literally just being in a walking ad. And as a passionate producer and um, marketer, I'm like, this is it. It was either this or a walking radio ad, (laughs) you know. Um, But it was a lot of fun, Um, you know, rain or shine, um, having hundreds of strangers wave at me. Uh, like it, it does wonders for the ego. Yeah, I, I, you were too busy holding that banner to wave back, right? <laughs> no, yeah, I think I did. I did like point it when I saw someone I recognised. I pointed. I'm like, oh, hey, it's me. <laughs> but yes, um, shout out to the entire team and um, to the team behind the uh, Hamilton Christmas Parade as well. Yeah, they're great. They're great. Because similar vibe to Trees at the Meteor in that it is a much loved. Um, very accessible community event, but is probably also a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> and they only took that on last year as yeah. well. They picked it up just quite close to Christmas 2022. Mm. So, um, yeah, full credit to them. They do an awesome job. And, uh, you know, and they're showing Waikato team. They do an mm. awesome job on the AMP show and all of the Waikato different shows. shows. Yeah, they work hard, those guys. I know. There's just all, the, all these expos, man. Yeah. <laughs> It's 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 hardcore, but like it, the community aspect of it is so lovely, and I think you know that's what p- keeps people coming back to trees. And yeah. um, you know, this is me segueing back to trees, <laughs> even though I really enjoy talking about myself in a parade capacity. Yeah, but I feel like I've, it was epic. I've uh, flogged that horse enough, but um, <laughs> back on trees. So we've we've kind of talked about what it is and and how it works. But um, Deb, you mentioned that there's there's judges and that. People can vote. And so I'm assuming people voting, that's for, like, people's choice? Yeah. So, okay. yeah, there's one overall people's choice um, winner that people who are coming through get to vote on. Mm. But there's five other different categories. So uh, there's sustainability. Love that. Um, there's positivity. There's kiwiana. There's hobby tree and there's mini tree. So the mini trees are under 20 centimetres. Okay, that is quite, that's yeah. quite many. Yeah, so it's it's accessible to everyone. Like if you if you can't make the big tree, yeah, yeah and just put it out a little, you know, 
19 centimetre tree. 19 centimetre tree. Yeah. Have you ever had any mini trees that were actually over 20 centimetres? Like, do you measure them? Well, no, actually, we okay. don't. Yeah. <laughs> now we're probably going to get hate. Yeah, yeah, your, your judges are going to yeah. bring the measuring tape. And so I assume your judges are judging the other categories, right? Yeah, so um, we've got some ethic judges. We've got Susie Cato. I want to say friend legend. of the show, but she's just a legend. Yeah, maybe she would be a friend of the show. Yeah. Maybe, that, maybe that's your, um, that's your on me to your podcast show. That maybe that's just interfering Susie Cato. Yeah. <laughs> I just want her to say, see you, see you later at the end of the show. That, that's it. And maybe a high five because I don't like, I have no evidence that she gives a great high five, but I just can feel it. She seems like she would give a good high five. Yeah. American, yeah. Okay. You can keep talking about the judges. Liafa uh, Wilson. From, oh, yes. Local legend. Yeah. Amazing. From Creative Waikato and uh, from the Waikato Museum. Mm. Long time there and an artist, just yeah. generally a legend. Um, a fellow legend, Regan Bowser. Also, oh, yes. Um, Incredible artist. That, yeah, from that. So we, we wanted to have a bit of that kind of creative yeah. um Overlook on on the on the trees. Um, who else? Oh, out of left field, literally Liam Messing from the Chiefs. Uh, he loves Christmas, so when KM asked him to be a judge, he was like, "I've never been to trees, but it sounds awesome. I'm going to come along and I'm going to get into it." So that's cool. And um, Paula Southgate, Mayor Paula, oh, is, a, is a really um, a, a great supporter of of trees. She comes every year, so yeah, yeah, she's going to come in and. And cast her critical eye yeah, over, yeah. over the forest as well. I mean, I feel yeah. like there's there's potentially a bit of pressure on your judges, you know, because I, to be honest, in the in many times that I've attended trees at the meteor, there's never really been a tree where I'm like, oh, that's dumb. Like yeah. the the production value and quality of you know these works of art is never like everyone's putting a hundred percent in. Yeah. Yeah, but they they range from um, but the people putting a hundred percent in might be a a school of um, primary school children, yeah. you know, equally um, someone who probably should be entering the world of wearable <laughs> arts. Let's face it, you know. Um, so yeah, it's just it's just kind of whatever the community brings us mm. really, and there are always really heartfelt ones. There was one last year that kind of had a hearth and had a very lifelike looking little puppy curled oh. up asleep beside it, and kids would come up and you know um, give it a little stroke. We had one made out of cake last year. It like was like actual cake, actual cake, like it was, edible cake. Yeah, edible cake. It was probably like I don't know. A one and a half meter high cake of layers um, with um, that sort of Christmas cake icing on it. And Ooh. it was from, I can't remember to my shame, I can't remember the name right now, but um, it's from a community group that make cakes for um, for kids who've never had a birthday cake. So they oh, make these bless. cakes and they give them out to this, yeah. you know. And so it was, it was just a giant version of one of those. Um, you say one and a half metres, that's like one Deb tall. Yeah, I was thinking about it in relation to me, and I was going to say five foot, and then I thought I would age myself if I say that. So I um, just outed myself in, but yeah. 
I mean, yeah, massively high, Kate, because I'm really tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's radio. <laughs> We're, everyone's just out at Deb's actual height in, in a very non-visual medium, which I'm really pleased about. But um, some context, Deb and I are very good friends, and I feel like often every time I see her, I will make a joke about her height, which, you know, I'm not that much taller than Deb, so I don't know why I do it. Yeah, but you've got to hold on to that, honey. You've got to hold on to That's it. all I've got left. <laughs> no. No, we've got trees at the meteor and um, some cracking good judges. Yeah, I think some, yeah, just some interesting, um, there'll be interesting conversations. Yeah, for sure. And um, like on that, trees, it's about the trees, but it's also about the people. And we've talked about your judges. We've talked about your team. Um, Just another shout out to the amazing team, because I feel like, you know, the people behind the trees and the people behind the event um, always need the credit. But then you've also... This this event is often brought to life with an army of volunteers. Yeah, we've got um, we've got a really good number of volunteer sign ups so mm. far this year. I mean, there's still opportunity because actually, if you want to give back and you know you don't have maybe the time mm. to buy a tr- to build a tree mm. or you know you want to do something that maybe a little bit more active as well as wrapping up a present and putting it under the giving tree or whatever, yeah. then it, it is a nice thing to get involved with. Like, it's a lovely event, you know, families coming through and and um, and it's we, we try and create a one, you know, a, a Christmas wonderland or a, a, a magical kind of experience. So it is quite fun to see people and little kids having that experience. Mm. It is, it's great. So, yeah, I mean, people can sign up if they want to register. There's a registration um, link on the on the Trees at the Meteor website. Um, and it's running for the nine days. And there's, there's sort of most of the volunteer shifts kind of run from about half an hour before the trees opens mm. till, till about um, half an hour, 40 minutes afterwards, just to clean up and make sure everything's kind of put away safely and we always do a, a you know a great group awkward family photo at the end which is quite fun um as well yeah and we're um we're being fed by montana catering this oh, year how good. so yeah they've they've come to the party and given us some some um sponsorship That's we've lovely. had some great support um shit construction have given us some money for the volunteer t-shirts oh and great karen barry at the, um awesome graphic designer at seal design has done our some redesign for us for free and yeah and we've got um lots of people giving some awesome prizes that mm. the judges will be uh, awarding out in those categories too so yeah the people on the ground the volunteers it's a great experience and we need people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the people who have been working on it for ages, KM, um, you know, James, Guy, Alavich, our team at the Meteor. Deb. Me, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. We're all doing it to create this really cool thing at yeah. the end of the year. And yeah. actually, one thing we didn't touch on before when we were talking about ticket prices and stuff, door sales only, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's no pre-booking. You just rock up. Yeah. You you pay your seven dollars or your twenty dollars, which I am going to keep reiterating because it's so cheap. And then um, you go have a jolly good time. Yeah. And yeah. um, on the topic of jolly good times, uh, it's time for a jolly good segment. You may be familiar with this one, Deb. 
Uh, it's uh, time for Rex Peck. Oh, cool. I'm looking for... I, w- I wanted to know what Rex Peck was earlier, but Hannah wouldn't tell me. The reveal is happening now. Yeah, everyone always asks. Like, I've had people who have been emailing about the show and they're like, can you tell me what Rex Peck is? And I'm like, no. And sometimes people... I think it was friend of the show and of the Meteor Guy, mm-hmm. when I had Guy and Jam on the show, Guy's like, oh, can we pick Rex Peck? And I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> But um, for those of you listening and you're like, what, are the, what is Hannah talking about? Uh, Rick's pick is basically a segment we have because I have an Uncle Rick. Uh, he's a great uncle, great listener of music and radio. Um, would absolutely kill on the chase if it was just music questions. Um, when he found out I was starting That's the Ticket here on Free FM, he was like, okay, Hannah, I'm going to give you a list of songs and every week you can play Rick's pick. And every week we have. And as I was talking about for our first song break today. I'll try and go on theme. Um, and Uncle Rick does have some Christmas um, songs on the Rick's pick list, but I, I, I went a little bit left field <laughs> again. And I, I don't know if this isn't a Christmas film or it just makes me feel Christmassy, but it, it I picked the song because that it's how I feel when I'm in the festive forest that is trees. It's a song nice. by um, Louis Armstrong called What a Wonderful World. Oh, cool. Because I feel like uh, the Meteor and trees at the Meteor team really do make a wonderful world um, in the black box during trees at the Meteor. So, um, Uncle Rick, enjoy this one, eh? I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them blue for me and you. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. I see skies of blue. Clouds of white, the bright blessed day, the dark sacred night, and I think to myself, what a wonderful world. The colors of the rainbow, so pretty in the sky. Also on the faces of people going by, I see friends shaking hands, saying, how do you do? They're really saying, I love you. I hear babies cry. I watch them grow. They learn much more. What a wonderful world Yes, I think to myself What a wonderful And 
what a wonderful wonderful world it is right now. That was this week's Rick's pick, um, and I'm feeling like I'm in a wonderful world because uh, friend of the show, friend of me, local legends, Deb Nuds is here. We've been talking about Teresa the Meteor. Um, hey, i got to buddy you up so you stay for the rest of the show. No. <laughs> Um, we've been talking about trees at the Meteor. It's been beautiful. Um, now we're kind of at that end segment of the show where I like to get a bit cheeky, take a step away from trees and talk about the Meteor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, just going off what we were talking about, um, about volunteering for trees at the Meteor. Um, this is something you can do at the Meteor without there being trees in the building, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean... We really rely on volunteers. It's one of the ways that we can keep our space affordable for mm. users. And that's really important in the middle of a, of a cost of living crisis that's hitting us all rather hard. Um, yeah, if it's, it's a great thing to do. You come down, you volunteer, which is pretty much you start out ushering tickets, which is opening the doors into the theatre from the gallery and collecting people's tickets as they go in. It's that simple. And then you get to stay for the show for free. Mm. You do have to stick around for like 20 minutes, half an hour afterwards, maybe not even that long, just to clean the seating blocks and make sure everything's um, kind of tidy before you go. But that's it. And, um, yeah, we we really welcome volunteers. And it's the lifeblood of the Meteor, people coming in to help us run a house especially. And the more you do it, the more shows you get to see. And then the more like positions, it's not a competition. Oh, yeah. yeah, then you get to move like, into ticketing, <laughs> ticketing, and, and then bar. Like, mm. I want to say, I want to ask you, like, which is like the top dog one? Because I want to try and ascertain if I've reached that level. Ah, uh, well, bar is probably the top dog because from there you have to go into duty manager, right? Yeah, I never yeah. got quite to duty manager. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a bit of an investment, eh, the yeah. duty manager. If you have a duty manager's certificate, though, oh, yeah. get on down and volunteer. Yeah. Just do it now. Yeah. Um, but I always enjoyed ticketing, even though I'm horrifically bad at maths. Yeah, but most of the um, – not much maths involved in that, though, because well, yeah, usually is the it's like the ticketing system. You just have to know how to use a – Basic yeah, CRM system. And really. So this is this is why I say I loved it because like, I remember the first time I did ticketing and I was like, I don't know how this is going to go, and then it, it does it for you and I'm like, this is yes. incredible! <laughs> I have so much power. No, I'm kidding. Um, but get along and volunteer. There's uh, more info um, and ways to uh, get involved with that on the Meteor website and uh, the Meteor. Facebook and social media channels. Yeah. I'll put some links up with this episode. Like it's it's pretty hard not to find. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's there hopefully there for you to find. Mm. Um yeah, and I and I'd just like to add that, you know, eventually when you get up that up that volunteer ladder you get one of those cool Dan Inglis designed oh, SS Meteor yeah. T-shirts that, you know, they're hot property, mate. They really are. Honestly, every time I've worn my SS Meteor shirt, someone said something about it. Usually it's positive. Um, <laughs> no, no I, think, I think only once I had a, you're wearing that shirt again, when's the last time you washed that shirt? No. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. That may or may not have actually happened in real life. Can neither confirm nor deny. Um, continuing on with um, asking cheeky questions about the meteor, because, you know, I've got to give my listeners what they want. Yep, the hot goss. The hot goss. Um, there's other ways that people can support the theatre, 
like if you can't give time but you can give money yeah usually it's the other way around but yeah um you can donate Mm-hmm. On the website? Yeah, well, you can donate on the website or, you know, when you're buying tickets to your next show, mm-hmm. there's a little button on the ticket page that says, do you want to donate $5? I mean, that's that's a thing you could do. I mean, we don't garnish your booking with a whole lot of arbitrary booking fees and questions about whether you want to sign up to X, Y, and Z uh, mm. subscriptions. So, I mean, you know... We just ask politely for yes. a donation, um, which would be great. Or, you know, there's um, – you could buy a brick, um, mm. put your name permanently on the outside of the building. I have a brick. Yeah, I've yeah. got a brick too. Yeah. We brick buds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then I guess the only other thing other than time and bricks is getting along to see the shows. Yeah, that's really important. I mm. think, um, you know, the arts, I know that we've all had a lot of tough times lately with mm. COVID and our wallets and stuff. But, you know, the arts are really, we're, we're really vulnerable sector. Yeah, you know, totally. And, and, and really vulnerable to the to those winds of change and those seas of uncertainty. And, um, you know, we've, we've come out of COVID and um, and now no one's got any money. And obviously, if you're paying for lots of things in your life, sometimes and most usually the most discretionary dollar that you stop spending is to a live event. You mm. know? Unless you want to save up for those big international tours, because we know how expensive those ticket prices yeah. have become, right? So, yeah, I think if you can, um, if you can support by coming along, then that's brilliant because people are still making art. They mm. still need an audience. Um, you're part of the equation as the audience. If you're not there, yeah. does it actually happen? I yeah. mean, yeah, so definitely I think that's the most way that, well, that's a way that really gives back to you as well as gives back to, to, the, to the artists and yeah. to the venues and to all the people who support the whole industry in our city. Well yeah. said, Deb. And then I guess the last thing, and I'll say it for the third time, last cheeky thing I'm going to ask, is um, I'm not going to ask you what the program for 2024 is, but I want to ask how's it looking, is it stacked, or is it worth um, telling uh, the local artists out there that if they're keen to put a show on at the Meteor, they should email you? Oh, definitely. Um, there's there's some, let me say, there's some major branches in okay. the program that are kind of there, but there's lots of, um, there's still some space. I think we're particularly interested in some matariki shows, like shows that can reflect the kaupapa of that sort of mid-year time. Mm. Um, that's uh, a really important thing for us to, to fill. Um we love kids' shows, you know, April school holidays. Yes. If you've got, a, if you've got something to bring, maybe bring it. Um, but, yeah, we, we just want to hear from people um, who are making work that we can that we can help them potentially make it happen. I mean, there's a lot of changes in the funding at the moment, and but CNZ's funding model has kind of opened out to allow us to potentially, you know, work more with creators 
in making shows that um, and in collaborating them with them on on their shows if they can do it at certain times of the year. So mm. it's really worth getting in touch. And remember that. I mean, the Meteor, we're called the Meteor Theatre, but we also love to see some dance and some comedy and some, you know, poetry and music. And, and you know, we've got a gallery, so you can display your visual art there too. So if you've got something to say, we'd love to help you say it. Apt. I mean, the limit really does not exist in that building. I'm, really. I'm yet to see it. <laughs> Yeah. Is that a challenge? Maybe, no. Um, <laughs> make it chill for the team. They work so hard. But um, if you're keen to, uh, you know, investigate hiring the space or putting on a work in the space, uh, more info and uh, booking inquiries can be made at themeteor.co.nz. Thank you, But, Anna. hey, always happy to plug. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm just going to talk about me being an icon in the Hamilton Christmas Parade for an hour. <laughs> But um, now I kind of want to take the mic back a bit and pretend I haven't been hogging it the whole episode and uh, just go into other upcoming events. So, Deb, you can just have a chill. You can interject, um, you know, do whatever you want while I just talk at um, at you for a bit. But um, here's some of the cool creative things happening around Kiri Kiriroa in the not-so-distant future. Uh, Trees at the Meteor is running at the Meteor Theatre from the 13th to the 21st of December. Doors are open from 6pm to 9pm on weeknights and 3pm to 9pm on weekends. Entry $7 per person and $20 for a whānau pass with $2 for extra kids. Tickets are door sales only and more info can be found at uh, the, either the Trees at the Meteor website or the Meteor website. And don't worry, everything that we've kind of talked about, I will put up links with the podcast of this episode. So make sure you like the That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney Facebook page. Um, elsewhere in the CBD, um, Farinui Harikoa has just opened at the Waikato Museum and is a free to go and see until March 2024. You should definitely I go and see I was going to say, that. have you seen it? Not yet, but I am so excited <laughs> to see that. That is going to be an amazing experience. It's, it's basically a couple of um, incredible artists have um, crocheted an entire Farinui, so an entire meeting house at the museum. You, it's, yeah. it, you have to see it to believe it, but like yeah. I've seen some kick-ass photos. The detail it, is amazing. It's just insane. Mm. But um, yeah, get along. As I say, entry's free and it's um, chilling at the Waikato Museum until March 2024. Over at Clarence Street Theatre, Alan Stone is in with his Off the Beaten Path tour on the 12th and 13th of December. More info on tickets at ticketech.co.nz. And looking into the new year, uh, Hamilton Musical Theatre have their annual junior show on at Riverley Theatre. It's uh, Into the Woods Junior, and it will be running from the 16th to the 20th of January with a mixture of daytime and evening shows. More info on tickets can be found at iticket.co.nz. Now... Deb, I don't know if you're aware of the new, another new segment that I've added to That's the Ticket, mm-hmm. and it's about to happen to you. And oh, I, my God. <laughs> no, Deb only looks, like, slightly afraid. No, it's like we've just spent the last kind of, like, 45 minutes with you giving me the tea on mm-hmm. TTT. And so my last question for you is, um, how do you take your tea? <laughs> <laughs> um, I take it with just a tiny little spot of milk because I actually don't like it too coloured. Yeah, okay. And yeah. Um, what's what sort of tea bags are you honing? Uh, I like a I like a, a lady grey. 
Oh, yeah. that's right. Ugh. Yeah, I know. People hate that. but yeah. um, Especially with the milk bought, in there. Yeah, I know. That's why I just have like a tiny drop. Actually, what I do is often we'll mix an English breakfast and a Lady Grey together. So I get the strength of the English breakfast, but the... Um, the, the the fragrance of the Lady Grey. And I do that in a pot. And then it actually makes quite a nice balanced cup of tea. Can't say I've ever had that before. Yeah. That's, I don't know if I'm for it or against it. Well, you, how do you have your tea, Hannah? I mean, I'm just like um, always a Delma or an English breakfast if I'm treating myself. Yeah. Um, has to draw for three minutes, a um, little bit of sugar and a splash of milk. Oh, okay. Bag yeah. in if I'm at work, bag out if I'm at home. Right. Yeah, <laughs> but so is it, honestly, I feel like the segment it always kind of ends with a um, very intense discussion. <laughs> well, no, because everyone's got an opinion, and half the time I get people saying I don't drink tea, and I'm like, okay, well, how do you take your coffee? And then it's a whole kind of line. But I, I can't say I've ever had people mixing two different types of tea bags before. Oh uh, well, you know that that's what they used to do. Like I've got this old tea caddy at home, like this antique. It's like an antique box, and it's got three sections in it and each of the sections got this lovely little wooden lid this sort of thing and it's an old tea caddy and what they used to do would be to have these different types of tea and then the household would kind of mix their own blend oh yeah 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 okay i'm gonna have to maybe that was in the posh house (laughs) i know maybe you know probably one of my forebears stole it from somewhere they were working or something i I mean kind of (laughs) it makes me want to try it but just not earl gray because like burn it with fire oh yeah no i mean you could do that with some other kind of flavored tea though yeah maybe like a delma and a delma extra strong (laughs) just to like beef it up um but i guess you know I, i instead of like yelling at you about tea i should really thank you for coming on um that's the ticket deb i really appreciate you um making time for me and uh, giving me the tea on the trees hey well it was good to spread the tea on the trees <laughs> uh, and um and thanks for inviting me it's it's um it's great to be out of the toilets and, yeah. and into the studio you know hey it's, i mean i'm i'm privileged hey thank privilege you. is all mine and um to end the show i i've got a Got an ode to Deb. <laughs> oh no, now I'm really worried. <laughs> no, it's because it counts as on theme because it's it's not about trees, it's not about Christmas, mm. but it features the name Deborah in it. Um, it's a song called uh, Disco 2000. Oh no, my classic, my phone tune. Is it still your ringtone? <laughs> no, I've got um, Ghost Town by the Specials now. Okay, well, <laughs> at, at the time when I was getting to know Deb. Um, we worked together at the Meteor, and this was her ringtone, and I heard the song about 12 times a day. <laughs> and so it kind of, like, I hear it, and I feel a sudden urge to answer a call. <laughs> and I think this may be the first and only time I'll listen to the song in its entirety. But um, thanks again to Deb and uh, to my lovely listeners. Uh, you, can be bet, you can bet that I will be back next week with a fresh episode of That's the Ticket. But until then... Um, go to Trees at the Meteor and uh, Matewa. Mate. Sister and brother, your name is Deborah. Deborah. 
episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.